Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and today I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Laura Shukuzman. We thought today we would dive into a topic that is definitely one of my soapboxes, and it is about how we need to simplify the way that we're operating our businesses and how it's so easy in today's world with all the marketing gurus and all the people, you know, on the coaching industry and all these places to overcomplicate your systems, to follow someone else's system that doesn't feel aligned with you. And what actually happens is you have less time, less freedom, and less money. So let's chat about that. What do you think about that, Laura? It's also one of my favorite topics because I'm a big fan of simplifying things. And yet I do also get caught up in overcomplicating, overdoing and spinning my wheels because that overcomplicating thing, it just, it doesn't lead to more money. It leads to more exhaustion. Yep, exactly. And so what are we talking about? Well, think about this. How many of you are stuck in this place where you're real, you've got this massive marketing funnel and sales funnel? Maybe you have uh, what they call the ladder or the ascension model, right? So you've got the freebie that leads to a tripwire and the tripwire that leads to a low cost something, a membership, whatever it is. And then you have that low cost leading to your high cost product. And then you create all these little products to bundle up together. And before you know it, you have this, all this stuff you're trying to sell, all this stuff that is spread out your energy time and it's really complicated and it takes all of these different things to make it work. And I think you know, it's the marketing that's really put us on this path of complication. We can't just sell our high-end service. We've got to convince someone through a series of seven steps that they want to buy our high-end service. Okay, so let me just say right now, that is 100% false. Up to this point in my business, I have sold one product, one long-term high-end product. Now, I'm working on something that's a little bit different and going to be fun, but that's a surprise and I can't tell you yet. But in general, I have sold this one high-end product. That's it. People want to work with me. They get that or nothing. And I think sometimes we forget that if we really have the attention and energy on the thing that like really creates joy for us, that really is our genius, that really is that thing that provides the most value, that we can simplify all of our systems and simplify our marketing and make so much more money and have so much more time. (laughs) Ring, ding, ding, ding. (laughs) More time. You know, and that's the thing is that I think it for me, as I have gotten more experienced, I trust my product more. I trust that service more. And in the beginning, I was doing the dance and doing all the seven steps or doing all the things because in a way, it wasn't that I was trying to convince someone, I was trying to convince myself, right? Yes. 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 That what the I had was valuable. Syndrome. Yes. Yes. The imposter syndrome is like, you know, crazy when you're doing all those things. And I think that for me recently, I've really realized that when I focus in on what it is that I love to do, and it's those parts that do get you excited. It's 
the marketing, the seven step tiers and all these different formulas for me, I get heavy in my body. Like I just get exhausted thinking about it. I don't even want to do it. You know, it's like resistance to sit down and do it. But when I come up with an idea, like recently, I've just launched a new group that's just support group for entrepreneurs. And it's all in my lane. Like I'm not trying to help you write a business plan. I'm not talking about all your business structures. I'm talking about your internal structures. I'm talking about your emotional response to your business. And it's my lane and I love it. And it just came together really, really simply. And guess what? It came not from new people. All the people that signed up are people in my already in my client network, people that already know me. And they're like, what? Sign me up. And I didn't have to go out in market. I just got it ready, got the registration page ready. And there you go. That's right. And here's the truth of it. Those of us who've done this for a long time and have succeeded in being able to create businesses around our thought leadership, around our service, around our genius, like oftentimes what we do is just send out an email. Like it is in a sales funnel. It is in multiple steps. It's literally just an email to like even 10 people that says, hey, I'm offering this awesome new thing. Do you want in? Like that's how simple it can be. And I watch a lot of people jump through hoops and I see it consistently. I see it in the market. I see it in my mastermind groups. I see it with my clients. All of this system that they try to create and they overcomplicate and they think it's because they want to follow someone else's system, right? The, the core of all of this is that all these gurus have come out, all these marketing people come out, all of these business coaches have come out and they're like, here, follow my system exactly. And if you follow my system, you'll succeed. But what you don't realize sometimes is that the system that worked for them is the system they're selling to you, like you made it work for them. Like, and so there's just such an interesting thing to really look at how, you know, I mean, in all honesty, the coaching, the marketing, all of these industries are very incestuous. It's like you've got someone at the top who's taught someone else to do something and they've taught all their people to do something and all their people have gone out and taught everyone to do something. And it's like all the same stuff over and over and over again. None of it's innovative. None of it's new. None of it's simple because the if it was simple, how would they sell it? If someone could just give you something that's really simple how are they going to sell that because what they sell is the complication you get stuck in how complicated it is to market your business how hard it is to find leads like they propagate that belief system that mindset and then they can sell you the package solution that gives you exactly step by step how to do it but oftentimes it's not aligned with who you are oftentimes it feels heavy and what does that misalignment and heaviness create It doesn't create success. It doesn't create money. It doesn't create time. It doesn't create freedom. It creates the opposite. And this is where we don't realize how much we're plugged into this very, very bad business model. Yeah. As things begin to change in the world, I'm ready to usher in the changes in the way we market our business, right? It is time for some fresh air. And a lot of the things that worked Last year, the year before, 10 years ago, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of these very layered um, marketing formulas for 10 years, you know, and they worked when they worked. But now a lot of people even recognize them like I'm turned off. Like, you know, I personally am. Sometimes I start it down. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Uh Oh, here's a clickbait. Uh Oh, here's the you know, I'm like, I'm about to get down this entire and if you can get this and you can do this. And 
I don't even want to. I, I'm just, I'm done. Because I want things to be simple as a consumer. I want to feel the energy of who you are and what you're offering and how do I get it? How do I get in that registration, get that product, get that service, get that event signed? Like, I just need to know. I'm also out of time. I want to simplify. So I don't have an hour to go through all of these different, um, you know, sometimes you sign up for something and you're like, okay, great. I'm going to sign in, add it to my calendar and I'm out the door. And then it's like, and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And you're not even able to walk away. (laughs) And then I don't want to do business anymore in that energy with that person. Yes. Yes. And I think we also forget that like there's an assumption that all this kind of marketing is based on, right? And it's based on the way big companies used to market. And I mean, I was a brand, I had a branding agency. I worked with big companies. I was in an advertising agency that worked with huge companies. Like I'm very clear of like this process and the basis of these big company, you know, marketing policies is you just have to capture 2% of your audience, right? Like you have to capture a very small percent of your audience and you could spend, I mean, these companies would spend millions of dollars targeting the masses and marketing to the masses so that they could only collect 2%. But for for us, for the small business owner, for the, you know, coach or consultant, like we can't have the the money, the time, the energy, even the marketing experience to have huge marketing teams to be able to market to the masses to just hope to get that 2%, right? And that's what you're doing when you're creating a freebie. When then you're going to a tripwire, then you're going to a low offer, then you're going to a high offer. What you are hoping to do is get a teeny tiny percentage into your high offer. That's the goal. And so you get lots of people in your freebies and you're hoping to get the next level into, you know, and so this is how it works. But it's not an efficient system for a small business. And we can have way more leverage and way more power if we're thinking more strategically and we let go of all these stupid systems. And, you know, the truth is your best customer is never going to sign up for your freebie. Not ever. If I'm looking for something and I'm ready to buy, I've got my, my credit card in hand. I'm ready to find the person to help me. I'm ready to find the resource that can give me the solution I need. I am not going to sign up for a freebie. I am not going to go through a tripwire. I'm literally going to go to the person who within a day can tell me why I need to work with them, who can have a sales call with me, tell me why they're so awesome for me, and then I'm going to be like, yes, I'm making a decision and sold. I'm I'm using you. Like that's the kind of decision making I'm going to make when I'm ready to buy. Yes. Uh, I'm so glad that you reminded us of that big difference because this is not the only area in which we as small businesses, many of our listeners are solopreneurs, are small businesses, and we start trying to do the strategies of the big businesses and we compare ourselves to their strategies. And it's a completely different ecosystem, very different way of engaging with our ideal clients and our potential clients. And I, I even forget because we see all of this online, you know, we are seeing the big companies and we think, oh, I should do that. You know, I need to do that. And the reality is that, no, we shouldn't be doing what the big companies are doing. We have a different flavor. We have a different way of relationship building. So small businesses do really rely on the trust that they've built up. And so many people have built up these amazing communities of followers and fans and email subscribers. And are you talking to them? Are you 
just letting them know what it is you're up to that you have this new offer? Are you doing all the bells and whistles? And, you know, eventually they're like, oh, wait, she's doing something, (laughs) you know, but they're really your first, your first line of, hey, I have something I want to share. And and those individuals don't, like you said, they don't need the freebie. They don't need any of the, the, the steps. They already trust you. And if you have something to offer, if you've been sitting on a new method or you have a new product or new service, they want to, they're the first ones that want to hear about that opportunity to work with you. And that is a more simple one-to-one conversation, reaching out to those people than reaching out to the big ocean with a huge net and then trying to see, you know, how many little fish might end up in the net by the time you get it back into the boat. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it doesn't feel good, right? Like, I mean, for most of the women that I know, they don't feel good operating these systems, right? They implement these systems because that's what someone told them they needed to do. But when they feel it, they feel heavy. They feel constricted. They feel overwhelmed. They feel like they have to pay so much money either to have someone else do it or so much time to do it themselves when that is not their genius. And that's what we just have to change and stop. Like, Running a business does not have to be hard and it does not have to be complicated. It does take grit. But the reason it takes grit is because we have to work through our own crap, right? Like that's the real truth. You know, I've I've really been shifting my coaching group and my client group and and myself and really looking at, you know, 10% of a successful business is about structures, marketing, sales, even what you're selling. 90% is about the way you think about things, right? And so, so many people think about things as hard. They think about things as complicated. They don't listen to their own body compass to understand what feels good and energetic and what feels constricting and wrong. And so this is the big problem with what we're creating is that we have overcomplicated business because people are trying to make money from it. Like that's the core of it. I mean, and I hate to be that person. I mean, I definitely offer a business coaching service and I am making money for it. But what I teach people to do is to think for themselves, to feel differently about themselves, to understand where their strengths are, to know like how to sell themselves in an authentic way. But none of that is how to's. None. I don't give any of my clients this step by step here, follow this thread, follow this sales funnel. Like that wouldn't feel right to a lot of people. You have to be able to simplify what you're creating, get confident about who you are, and then it's easy to sell yourself. And that's the truth. Yeah. And I I think that piece about following a formula that is not internally yours has some flaws in that logic of, of why we're so, you know, I, and I know it comes from a feeling of, I don't know how to do this. I, or I'm doubting myself or I have this great product, but nobody's paying attention. Nobody's responding when I post or I haven't gotten any traffic to my website. You know, so we get into this place of fear, get into a place of doubt. And so we start looking for solutions. We start looking for something that is easy to just see and grab onto. But I would actually say, you know, that is that linear left-brained business model, masculine business model that we are trying to leave behind because yes, there are 
formulas you can follow and templates and how to's and, and they will get you so far. Yet many of you that are listening on this call did not create businesses to follow some paint by number. Like that's, that's, not, right. that's not why you were drawn to this work, to your passion, to whatever that is that you're of the problem you were trying to solve is uniquely yours and how you are solving it and what type of product or solution you're offering. So the inner work is the piece that brings about the formula that is yours. It's your, from your wise self. And it comes for me, it's, it's the meditation. It's the practice of walking and listening to that inner voice and and having conversations with people I trust, but only after I've really listened to my own internal voice. And then I start to feel into it. And that's the right brain business model, the, the more feminine relational business model that I care about. I don't care about the other one. I don't want to be that person. And I, and I don't think that will ever lead me to success because it's not my way of doing business. 100%. And if you look at any longtime entrepreneur, you will find that for them to have lasted that long in business, they did not follow anyone's formula. I definitely have not followed anyone's formula. <laughs> I wish sometimes I had a formula, believe me. But like, this is what you realize. And so you might learn something from someone, but what true entrepreneurs, what a lot of business owners do is they take maybe the basis of something they learned and then they feel for themselves what feels right. How is it relevant? How can they change it? How can they innovate it? What really fits with them? What jives with them? What would produce more of the energy that they want to produce? Like that's what a lot of longtime entrepreneurs have learned is not to take someone's formula and use it, but to innovate. Like I remember my first business was a branding agency. And one of the things that we learned to do, like I I had a um, graphic designer, I was a copywriter, that's kind of how I started in my industry. And when I was in university, I got into this portfolio class and I was paired with this designer, I was the copywriter, and we were taught by like a very big advertising agency who'd come to teach this sort of extra university class. And one of the things they taught us was to use inspiration, to, you know, look at inspiration around us but never to like take it and use it as mine, right? And never to like copy it or translate, but actually just to look at all that's out there and then make it better, make it different, make it innovative, like put your own spin on it, like really make it yours. And that's what we were taught from day one. And I learned to carry that out through my entire existence of my business. I'm always innovating. I'm always shifting. I'm always evolving. I'm always looking at how can I make it better? Even my own stuff. I'm like, how how can I make this better? How can I make it more effective? How can I make it more results? Like, how can I make this more valuable? And these are the questions that we're asking. You know, it's not following anyone else's path, but our own. Yeah. Oh, so true. And it's, that's the exciting piece is finding your path. And, and like you said, you know, if people are listening to this feeling a little anxious, like, oh no, like, I don't know this, I want a formula, you know, like you said, there are people that can teach you things. There's inspiration out there. And you can look like, what do I like about this? What I don't like about it? So what would I add to it? We are rarely starting from a white paper, you know, from scratch. Because we usually are inspired by something. We see something that makes us think like, ah, I could do it like this. 
But instead of just kind of following along, you know, like this is how it's done, really trust yourself. And this is a lesson that I've been actually really sitting with recently in finding my voice around things when I'm writing, because I'm trying to do more writing than I've done before. And I have this tendency to, to revert back to my academic years and where everything has to be cited. Goodness. Research and being an academia, you know, you can barely say something without saying, well, here and here's the reference. Everything is referenced and cited. So you have to back up. There's credibility to something that you're saying. And I realized recently, well, I'm just trying to write some simple blog posts that I will do that. I'll stop for a minute. I'm like, let me go. Let me go double check that. Who was it that created that theory? Where did that come from? And I've really been limiting myself. And what ends up happening is as I do that, I go to a page and I'm reading and I'm like, oh yeah, I could have explained this in my sleep. When I was younger, I couldn't, I couldn't explain it. And I, I was learning and I was researching and I was understanding theories. And so I was always having to kind of check and make sure that I understood it. But there comes a point in your business when you really do start becoming the expert. And that's when you have to recognize that that is happening, that you know how to explain this. You know how to talk about it. You know your product and your service in a way that's uniquely true to your lived experience and own that and own the confidence of this is mine and I don't need to overcomplicate it. I just need to express it. I need to trust myself. So that, and that's a whole, it could be a whole other episode, you know, on trust, but that is a new one for me that I'm just realizing that I'm always trying to kind of back myself up and I don't have to do that anymore. I have the, my own experience to back that up, you know, my own learning and, and time with my clients and things that I've learned. Exactly. And I think that self-trust is the key, right? I mean, the reason why we don't stay simple in our businesses, the reason why we do these complicated funnels and these complicated things and we add all the stuff to the business is not because we're listening to ourselves. Because if we were to listen to ourselves, really listen, if we were to listen to our body, we would feel like none of this is right. We do it because we don't trust ourselves. And so when we don't trust ourselves, we have to trust someone else. And so then we go find someone, we pay them, we look for the gurus, we look for the people who will definitely sell their products to us because that's their job, that's where they're making money. And we trust them to tell us what to do. And we let go of our sovereignty. We let go of our power. We let go of the uniqueness and the innovativeness of what we have to bring to the table by like relying on someone else to tell us how to do it. And I know, I mean, trust me, I get in this conversation a lot with women, right? I know that a lot of people come to me and the thing they say is, I know how to do my work really well. I don't know how to market my business. I don't know how to get leads. I don't know how to sell. And yes, there are some techniques, some tools, some strategies that can help with that. But the truth of it comes down to trust. The truth of it is you listening to yourself. If you were to really sit and ask yourself, like without the doubts, the fears, the the lack of self-trust, you really just sit and say, okay, what can I do right now to find a client, right? And you were to trust what comes up for you. You would be amazed at what's created. 
But what happens is as soon as we say something like that, we immediately start distrusting ourselves. Oh, I don't know. I'm not good at marketing. I'm not good at sales. I can't talk about what I'm doing. I'm horrible at introducing myself. Yet when you go and you talk to someone, like, and I know we're in the time of COVID, so, you know, we're not really talking to people face to face. But when you're talking to someone naturally, when all of a sudden you're pouring out your passion about what you do, you create clients or you connect with people or they really connect with your message. It's not because you thought about it. You put your marketing hat on. You did your little spiel of seven steps to finally get to the offer, right? It's because you were just genuine in your conversation about what you offer and who you are. And that is what attracts people to you. Like people are tired of the marketing spiels and they're tired of all the gimmicks and they're tired of all the steps. And I know sometimes you'll get people through that process, but you could get so much more if you were just real. If you just cut the crap, you just cut the BS, you just cut the noise and you really just said, here is what I'm passionate about. Here is who I can help. Here is the value it brings. Who's in? Like it's that simple, really. Yes, Uh, it is. It's that and coming back to the simplicity is why the inspiration for this call is we don't need to complicate it. And what causes that is, or when I think a little, um, a little tip is that when you start to feel yourself really overwhelmed by whatever system you're using, or you feel that resentment, you feel that heaviness in your body and it's just complicated. It's time to ask yourself, like, where have I lost that trust? Where have I stopped trusting my own inner voice, when did I give it all over to this external formula? And that's something, you know, there's so many ways and not just marketing, there's so many different ways that that can happen. Like people can come in and try to give you guidance on anything within your life or business. And you can lose your inner compass when you start to doubt yourself because no one is going to be able to tell you as a therapist, I am not there to be able to give them just the right advice. It's the perfect advice that's going to solve all their problems. I'm there to help them tap in to that inner wisdom. The answers are inside of them, not inside of me. And so we have to remember that of ourselves. The answers are inside ourselves. And it's going to take some quiet time. It takes stillness. It takes courage. It takes vulnerability all of those things to get really clear with who you are, who you're serving, and how do you share that? How do you really make this powerful impact in the world? It has to come from that that place that is authentically you, not some sort of parameter framework or formula that you just adopted and tried on. Yes, yes. And I'm here to tell you, in case you need permission, that you do not need a complicated sales funnel. You do not need a whole bunch of social media marketing. You do not need a fancy website. You literally do not need any of that to make money, to have freedom, to get clients. And so I just want to be here as this beacon of a reminder that you can simplify what you're doing. So often clients come to me and almost immediately I cut out 80% of what they're doing because it's pointless, because it's complicated, because it's not actually bringing them any results. So you can let go of all that. I would highly recommend if you are one of those people who feels like you're doing too much, you're overwhelmed, you know you've got a lot of complication, it's not working for you, 
take a day, take a half a day, take a few hours and really sit and feel what makes you feel expanded. What makes you feel excited? What makes you feel connected to your target market, to your client? Where, where is that expansion in you? And follow that. See what that creates for you. And anything that feels heavy, let it go because it's not serving you. Very well said. Let it go and simplify. <laughs> yes, it's so important. All right. Well, I think we'll wrap up for today, but thank you all for joining us and we will see you next week. have an exciting announcement. I'm offering a special pilot program for the next few months to help women find more clarity. If you've been feeling stuck on the fence about a decision or unclear about your direction in business life or your career, I can help. This program will help you unpack all of the mindset, emotions, and behavior patterns in the way of clarity and your wisdom. You get to work one-on-one with me and I am good at unpacking whatever is in the way of clarity. You also get access to my exclusive group of private clients. If this resonates with you, reach out at my website at sonyastatman.com or on any of my socials. Getting clarity right now is an important step to success. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at sonyastatman.com. See you next week.